everybody, welcome here and welcome to another episode of the Sincerely Nicole Rose podcast. As usual, it is wonderful, wonderful to have you here. I appreciate all of you listening in. And today, we are going to be talking about, drumroll please, gratitude. Because it's something I've seen a lot of and today we're not a very grateful generation and I say this of myself as well because I prefer to be quick to judge <laughs> it's true if you know me you know it's true I'm quick to judge and I have thoughts and this and that and this and that and I often don't stop for gratitude I just want to fix the problems I see now and I said something in the chasing something podcast with Lorinda Pretorius I said we are in one of the best places now we've ever been as the world and when I said that people heard what I was not saying not what I was saying and what I want to elaborate on in this podcast is to be grateful for something does not mean that you're agreeing that things are perfect to be grateful for something just means acknowledging the journey that's already been undergone, the things that have already happened, and from there, looking forward to the future. An example of this is when someone comes to know Jesus, they repent, they give their heart to the Lord, they are saved. So instantly we have gratitude for the salvation that begins but the person's life still has to change actions change sinful habits have to change but being grateful for the salvation does not mean that we're not looking at all those other things it just means we can appreciate the amazing thing that has happened here while still looking forward and saying hey there's work to be done and I got a lot of kickback for saying that but the reason I wanted to come and do another episode of it is I just wanted to encourage to encourage us to be more grateful. Now, I don't think gratefulness is the most important emotion in the world. Personally, I think faith is way more important. I think choosing to love your neighbors, whether you agree with them politically, spiritually, wherever you land with them. And sometimes when I'm talking about love here... I am talking about, I'm actually not talking about love. I'm talking about kindness, respect, giving people dignity, whether they land on the same side as you or they don't. I'm sure many of you saw the Design Mom post that went around where Design Mom was slashing Trump supporters and saying she doesn't want her following them. Now, who do I support? You'll never hear that from me. And I think both sides of the aisle have done this wrong. What I believe is that we are supposed to love people regardless of their beliefs. I recently listened to a talk by Andrew Selly on cancel culture and I was actually convicted because, yeah, I do like it sometimes. Most of the time, not because it's canceling people I like, but I realized that sometimes I will employ that same method to try and get what I want and this is what I realized. This is what I've learned. Like, Design Mom shouldn't be cancelled. People trying to create an exclusive type of audience shouldn't be cancelled. You should be 
allowed to say and think whatever you want to think. If you think Biden supporters are the worst thing in the world, you are allowed to think that. But I would encourage us as human beings not to write off our brothers and sisters, not to write off the people Christ died for because we have differing political opinions. This is hard for me to say because I've sat on a very polarizing point for a while where I'd be like, cool, if people disagree with me, we throw them out. And then, man, the Lord has been like, Nicole, what if I died for those people? What if instead of chucking them out, canceling them and ignoring them, I want you to go and share the gospel with them? Because the Bible tells us to love our enemies because loving your friend is easy. Even sinners love their friends. Even people who don't know Christ love their friends. But if you're not loving your enemies, you're the exact same as the world. And our goal is never to be the same as the world. Our goal is to be better than. Because we have a different standard. Because with Christ, with the Holy Spirit, we aim to live more like Christ. And that means often subverting the expectation the world has put on us and rather living according to the expectation Christ has put on us and that's not fun because a lot of the time it either is in complete disagreement to what the world thinks when the world says cancel we say no I love you because Christ died for you like Christ died for me and I will share the good news with you and when you want to cancel someone you have to remind yourself no this is someone who Christ died for. This person, God knew them before they were born. They were knitted together in their mother's womb. And I think being reminded of other people's humanity is something we've forgotten. I took a break off of politics last week because I needed... I just needed a break. Man, I just needed a break. Sometimes it gets a lot. There's been a lot happening and people are often dehumanized based on their beliefs. Because if you believe this, you can't be human. And more and more, I'm trying to be less polarizing in what I privately believe, not what I post online. And also with that, to learn how to actually speak the truth in love. Because here's something, I hate like H-A-T-E, get the heck away from me, confrontation. Now, while I do love discussions where we can disagree on a point, bring our own information to the table, and we can still leave disagreeing, that I enjoy. But when it actually comes to confronting somebody, it's not so much fun. Like, y'all, it's not fun at all. No, no thank you. Never. But I've realized that one-on-one -on -one conversations with people who understand your heart and are willing to listen to you, that's where it happens. And honestly, I have a mad respect for men like Ray Comfort who go out and they go into college campuses and they preach the gospel. He's wild. Like, y'all, Ray Comfort is a wild old man. He's actually got some videos on YouTube that are really worth watching called the way of the master and now I encourage you to watch them but just 
I'm just gonna put the disclaimer out there. These videos are made in like the 90s. They are so badly filmed. Sometimes I just put the screen away from me while I'm watching. Like the acting is cringe. The special effects are cringe. But the message is amazing. So all I can do is highly encourage you to watch them. They will encourage you. So gratitude. How can we show gratitude? Well, the best place to start is to actually learning, to actually learn the history of the thing we're ungrateful for. So if we, I'm going to use this as an example, as women, if we feel completely victimized by society, if you feel completely victimized, I don't, but a great thing to do is to go back a hundred years and look at how much things have changed and to go forward knowing that a lot of good has happened. That doesn't mean there's not good that still has to happen, but that does mean a lot has already happened and we can celebrate that. If that comes down to the church, look at the church history, get to know the church history. It's a beautiful, lovely thing. So how are you going to do this? How's it going to apply into your everyday life? Are we quick to judge, slow to research, and fast to reply in anger? Or will we be quick to think, quick to research, and slow to reply, keeping our words, words, <laughs> keeping our words balanced? Like, I could reach over for my Bible right now, but then this audio is going to go whack because I'd have to walk a little bit. But I just think of in James where I'm going to paraphrase here because I don't know the scripture off by heart. We're told that your tongue is like the rudder on a ship. A ship is a massive thing, but something as small as the tongue is what sinks it. So being slow to speak and like I messed up and I've messed up in this so much in the past. I'm only speaking out of things I've learned by messing up, but being slow to speak quick to research and quick to think so when someone says something you immediately start thinking about it and you don't just think to respond be quick to listen quick to think quick to research and slow to speak and if someone is saying something that really disturbs you ask them questions don't be quick to try and refute rather ask them questions that is the best way to learn everything you're thinking Ask them. Don't try and dismantle someone's worldview. Rather, just ask them about it. Why do you believe this? Could you please send me some resources for, for that? I've never heard about that before. Oh my goodness, really? Please, I need to see this. Could you show me a video? Ask questions. Be interested. And act with gratitude. And be aware of history. Man, history is a gift. History is a gift. It is a record of what has happened in the past. And if we don't learn from what's happened in the past and we don't look back with gratitude to what people then went through so we don't have to do it again now, we will go and we will make their exact same mistakes and not do anything better. And I know a lot of people disagree with me on this and it, I find that very sad, but we are meant to be better. As Christians, as Zuma and millennial Christians, we are meant to be better. We have the whole world's knowledge at our fingertips. If we 
are not going to use that knowledge with the prompting of the Holy Spirit to spread the good news of salvation, then what are we doing with it? Things to think about. I know I've gone round and round the merry-go-round, but I hope you've enjoyed that. I hope it's made you think. I love you. If you're on YouTube, please would you like, comment, subscribe, hit that notification bell. If you are listening on iTunes, please would you give me a five-star rating and leave me a review. I'm currently third when you search Sincerely Nicole Ro- or Sincerely and I would love to move up to first. And if you are listening on Spotify, welcome. I don't know how Spotify works because I'm an Apple user and that is where you can tell this is a hobby and not a job. But I wanted to share those thoughts with you. How can we express more gratitude when we look at things? Looking at things with an appreciation for how far we've come, not just malice knowing that there's not enough done yet. So... I hope you're challenged. I hope you're encouraged. I love you very much. See you in the next episode.